Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and LaMisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well, friends, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Three Dope Wives. I am your homegirl, Kendra, and I'm in the house with my homegirl, LaMisha. Hey, hey girl, hey girl, hey girl. And uh, real quick, y'all, we are missing one of our homegirls. She is out. Adelise is in the wind, okay? Homegirl is <laughs> homegirl out here kicking it, living her best life. She all on airplanes. and what? Uh, she like Rona who, okay? Who to Rona? So, who to Rona? What to Rona? She done left us in here like just the two of us. All right. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Hey, yes. you and I. So we're, it, it's just going to be us. We hanging out today, but I'm excited for today's topic because it's something that we just, we haven't touched on. However, it's something that many people have already heard about, right? Yes. Um, so we're embarking on this conversation about love languages. Mm. So, so you know this, Misha, and, and, and listeners, as you may be well aware, there is a book called The Five Love Languages that was written by Gary Chapman um, that took the nation by storm several years ago. It's been a minute, right? This is not something new. Um, you know, now folks everywhere are using these love languages to define how they give and receive love in their own romantic relationships. And since then, I mean, there's been all kind of spin outs. There's like Love languages for your kids, love languages for your job, all these types of things. But today we're talking about romantic relationship and how to implement these love languages, how they serve us and what we think about them, where you fall on the spectrum. So we're just going to take some time to discuss that. Um, And then hopefully maybe you can explore your own love language with your partner. And if you would like to take the test, I would encourage you to take it along with your spouse um, or your significant other, if they're not your spouse yet, at www.5lovelanguages.com. And that is the number five. Um, Misha, you and I have taken this test. Yes. Yes, we We know how this test goes. Yes. And, and, and I'm interested to know just from your stance, like when did you first learn about this five love languages mm-hmm. and what were your initial thoughts about it? Okay, so I think I encountered five love languages. So I've been married 15 years. And so I've in, I have I encountered five love languages way before I got married. This was probably during the time where I was trying to figure out who I was, what I needed, what I was looking for, unsatisfied in relationships and dating. And um, I probably that's probably when I first, you know, encountered the book. Or, um, and back then it wasn't like an online quiz, right? So first encountered the book or, and, um, found out about, you know, the five love languages. And since then it's been like, 
it's it's everywhere, right? It's like in every church, in every, you know, counseling session. Like that's like the starter, you know, um, the starter kit package. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, um, before we get started, let's uh, have you both take this quiz. And, you know, it's kind of like ground zero um, for any time, any time you're discussing interacting, you know, in relationships with a significant other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, I, I, I personally learned about it. I was already married when I learned about it. Mm. So for me, um, we, we came across it with, um, some friends of ours. It was just at a time, I think my husband and I had been married maybe two years and it was at a time when we were, you know, just kind of going through some stuff and trying to figure it out. And we just so happened to, cause we was like real church people back then. Like we was like, everybody we knew was church people. <laughs> y'all, y'all not church people now? Like, we are, but I mean, life. we got, we, we tried to mix up the bunch a little bit now. I mean, we, oh, try, okay. to, we try to, you know, get, get some mixed company, but before like everybody, like if you wasn't a Christian, like you wasn't devout with the, with the super S cross plus on your chest, like <laughs> we probably couldn't hang out cause we was talking about all things Jesus and everybody don't roll like that. So, but mm. All that to say, our friends just so happened to be a husband and wife pastor team. And uh, we were, they were over our house and we were having a conversation and they were like, have you guys considered, you know, learning your, uh, your love languages? And I was like, my love who, what now, what? (laughs) So, so that, that is kind of how we encountered the love languages um, and began to kind of embark on it. But I know me, I'm a little bit of a, uh, uh, of a of a box typology rebel in the sense that I don't necessarily love all the boxes or I don't necessarily always ascribe to like what the latest test says I am or should be and that kind of thing. So mm. I was a little bit of a skeptic going in, kind of like, mm, okay, they're gonna tell me who I am, whatever. So you you anti evaluation. <laughs> I mean, you got I know me at least I think I know me until somebody else. Like, um, no, really, when I break you down, this is how you do. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, I should probably be more open because there are things that I didn't notice about myself until like somebody else pointed it out to me. Sidebar. So my cousin actually told me, she was like, have you ever noticed how you eat evenly? I'm like, why are you watching me eat, dude? Like, what is going on? What does that mean? So like, okay. So like if I get a plate of food. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, you got your your meat, your vegetable, your bread. Okay. I have to have a bite of everything on the plate to go with everything on the plate. So I'll put like a little piece of meat, a little, a little piece of veggie and a little piece of bread all on the fork and eat it that way. Oh, you're a little OCD. No. <laughs> is that what we're saying? No. My name is LaKendra and I am OCD. <laughs> Is that what we? Absolutely not. I never even noticed that I did that. I Most just, OCD yeah. people don't. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am one hundred percent not OCD. <laughs> oh, you OCD. Just, I, no, I just like my food. I just like to eat like that, and I never noticed it until she so, said that. So you like to eat in an organized fashion. 
I just like a bite of everything with everything. That's so all. that's organized eating. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit more about how you feel about organization. Look, Kendra, can we just do some self-identification right now? Right. Can, can we, we just call it like, well, let's call it. This is not a love language. This is a hostile takeover. <laughs> this is an intervention. Okay. Right. I know, right? <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. Oh, CD. Or something. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So I guess. There's something to assessments, all that to say. All that, yes. Uh, you know, so uh, we, we took this, we took the assessment, but I'm interested to know. Um, so there's five, right? So this is what we want people to know. There are five love languages. We're going to walk through the five and then we'll kind of let you know where we fall on the spectrum. So the first mm-hmm. one, the first one is words of affirmation. Um. This is the one where, you know, those who those who speak that love language tend to feel most connected to their partners or others after they hear a few kind words. You know, they want to hear something. Oh, I love you know, I love that outfit or oh, my gosh, you're glowing today or, you know, um, you know, I thought you did a great job when you did X, Y, Z. Right. So this person likes to hear things that that affirms. Uh, who they are, right? Um, uh-huh. You know, and they like, and they love, they love uh, to be appreciated, right? You know, thank you so much for helping me with X, Y, Z. I really appreciate it how you did, yada, yada, yada. Um, th- these kinds of things really matter to this person. Yeah. So yes. we we like to say that like action speaks louder than words, but for somebody who whose love language is words of affirmation, like words speak louder than everything else actions yes that everything else yes like if you you love me say it yes like don't just assume it right if you happy for me say it if you yeah okay 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 yeah Yeah. i mean okay do you want to talk about right now like okay so let's talk about the the let me just first say this about the assessment. If you've yeah. taken the assessment before, like five years ago or six years ago or something like that, I would suggest you retake yeah. the assessment because it has changed a very small amount. The one way that it has changed is that it's really it, some of the questions have been tweaked a little bit for 2020 because it it some of the questions that we just recently took the test like in the last week. Right. Look, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so what we found is that some of them ask questions about like, you know, when I'm with my spouse, you know, paying attention to me instead of being on their cell phone device. Right. And that's mm-hmm. different for the five love languages, because back when, you know, the book was written, cell phones and being distracted by social media were not something that was really big at the time. So that's one of kind of the minor tweaks that has happened with the evaluation. And then also, I don't know about the last time you took it, but I think this might have been the first time I took it digitally outside of like, you know, filling in the bubbles or something. Yeah. I'll let you know how long ago it was. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my age. Yeah, right. Yeah, the bubbles on. Um, but um, now it kind of breaks up your love language into percentages. Did it always do that? All right. Yeah, it would give you it gives you like the five and then like where you rank on the spectrum. 
Okay, okay. See the bubble scantron one that we used to do a long time ago. It didn't get told you what your primary and then your secondary was. And so yeah. there's a breakdown, you know. So for this one, um, with in love language with words of affirmations, I have a, a nice chunk of my um love language is in this category. So like out of the hundred percent, how much of that goes to words of affirmation for you? For me, it's 27%. Is that a nice chunk? Does that seem- I think it is a nice chunk because when you think okay. about it, we're taking five categories and breaking down 100%, right? So if it was all equal, 25%, yes. And then yeah. my math is wrong, 20%. And then if you're 27%, Seven. you're definitely, yeah, it's it's taking up a bit. Yeah, yeah. So you like so- You like to be told you're cute, huh? I mean, if I'm cute, then say something. If my outfit is popping, tell me I'm popping. (laughs) Gas me up a little bit. I'm just saying. Blow my head up. Right? You know, I feel like like that's probably, for a lot of women, that it's up there. I was actually surprised to find out that it's only 17% of mine. Really? It's but it's number three. So it's out of the five, it's number three. Okay. okay. But it's only seventeen percent. I do like words of affirmation. Like I need a little gas up, especially on the days when I put some real effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna need you if I put on some makeup, you better be like, oh girl. <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? Cause women we gotta do that for each other. You know what I mean? Yes. I think I think women get words of affirmation so much more than men. And I think that the men who understand words of affirmation are winning in these streets. Like you winning in your marriage, you winning in the dating game, like you're winning. Cause if you know how to gas a woman up and you can do it right, like, yes. come on now. Cause not only that, gas up. Yes, you can win in so many other areas. I know we're talking about romantic relationships, but a yeah. man who gets the fact that Every woman is going to have a nice percentage of, you know, this words of affirmation that they need. I mean, I mean, when you think about it, sometimes, you know, not to go dark, but romantic affairs sometimes happen because that part, that need is being missed. Even if it's just 17 percent, you know, that's the 80, 20 rule. 17 percent is a nice chunk of that 20 percent. And if you have somebody at the job who is always like, you know, what, you working so hard. Oh, you look good today. Oh, you know what? Thank you. I see you showed out on the potluck. You know, if you have somebody, you know, a man who knows what he is doing when it comes to words of affirmation, it can really set you up to, um, I don't know, maybe have a need that is not being met, met. Mm. And um, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, anytime I see um, another woman, because I understand words of affirmation, anytime I see yeah. a woman and she is, she looks good or she has something great going on and she's got on a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. Um, I'm always like, Hey sis, you, yeah. you doing that? Or, Hey, I really like that shirt or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like I am quick to make sure that I am, um, given, given respect where it is due, you know, yeah. especially yeah. to, you know, any sister or any, any female that I, I come in contact with, you know, you killing it, you kill you can't, you did that. You did that. I, did that. I think that that's like something we have in common. Cause I'm big on, 
I'm big on gassing sisters up. Like I will, I will throw a whole party and be like, you know what I mean? People, I'm like, girl, you better kill it tonight. Oh my, you better. Let me see, girl. Let me see them shoes, girl. You did that. You better come through looking all hot and sexy. Like that's how I'm gassing up my homegirls. Like I see you. I think I did that to you, Misha. Like I was like, come on, come through looking like yes. a grown woman. Come okay, on, grown listen. Woman. Go back, go back to us at and we finna tell our business. Go back to us at the Christmas party, like what, three, two, three years ago, when we saw each other and we both had on ball gowns and makeup and hair. Girl, girl we threw a party for each other. We was like, Hello. come through, sis. come on, sexy. <laughs> Come on with the black gown. You better drag the floor. I was, yes. Girl, we was killing. We had a party for each other right yes. there. I'm t- if men do, I'm t- I saw this one. Remember we were talking about this. There was a man, um, there was a video I saw of this man who was just like gassing his woman up while she was walking down the street. Now, sister was banging. Like, I can't yeah. even hate. And he was like, and I know he was like from some island because he had this accent and he was like, yes, mommy, you come true. Come true, mommy. Yes. I mean, love it with your bang. When you walk your bang and then you do another walk your bang. Oh, yeah. Turn around, girl. Let me see the shoe, girl. Yes. Let me see love that it. your bag, girl. The man bought you that bag. You're looking good, girl. Like, I mean, he was gassing her up and I was one thousand percent here for it. I was yes. like, you better come on and gas it up. Listen, we love there, it. There is nothing like a good gas up a just from anybody, from anybody, man. let alone your man. If your man. man knows how to do it right, like I mean, he can have anything. Especially, I mean, if this is if it's a significant part of your love language, I mean, mm-hmm. like for you is 17, for me is 27, right? Yeah. Just think for some women, this is like 35, 45% yeah. of their love language. Like their if yeah. their man does not have this part of it on point, come on. She's in a she's, happy she's relationship. Suffering. No, and 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 that is a. I think that like to your point, that's the that's the danger zone, right? That's the danger zone. That's the space you just don't want to be in. Like you don't want somebody. Like I, I literally had a guy friend who used to do that for me. Like mm-hmm. no lie, every time I talked to him, he's like, um, and we were like throwback friends from the way back, way back. This is like you know high school throwback, throwback. And mm. I remember when I was learning how to drive, he let me. Um, I don't know why I remember this, but he let me drive his car yeah. and I didn't have my license yet. And I was practicing and I must've like, I hit this turn. He was like, you better come on with the caddy turn. And I was like, I did do that turn, didn't I? I was turning. I did that. So- I'm dying. I'm dying. Cause it's all it took was you better do that turn. I know, right? I, girl, I'm so easy. I'm so easy. Like I, it don't take nothing. Somebody be like, girl, you, what kind of, is that paprika? Girl, <laughs> I, I'm about to throw the mic. Is that paprika on them? On them? Uh, what's it called? Eggs? Is that paprika? You better sprinkle that paprika. <laughs> I love it on them deviled eggs. You better sprinkle that paprika, sis. That's all it takes. Men, if there are any men, listen. If there are any men who listen to this podcast. Especially this one. We're going to have to make sure we are, we, we do a bunch of husband hashtags and things that matter yeah. to me. 
Because listen, man, if you can master this love language, just even a little bit, like you gonna, you are going to win. You are yeah. going to win anywhere where a female is present. Like Matt, yeah. take some time and learn the skill of the gas up. Man, that is a skill. The skill of the gas up. We're gonna have to put we're gonna have to hashtag that somewhere uh yes. sometime this week. Just to the, the skill of the gas up. The gas is up is is priceless, trust. <laughs> so cut through so, paprika. <laughs> Yes. So then there's there's another there's the so the second one is acts of service, right? Yes, acts Acts of service. Service is basically uh for people who speak this love language, this one is where action speaks louder than words, right? So first it was like words speak louder than action, but in the acts of service, it's all about what you do. So for people who speak this love language, um, you know, words and words and gifts might actually seem empty to this person, right? Mm, like, okay, mm-hmm. you're saying I'm cute, but I don't see you showing me I'm cute. You get what I'm saying? So uh, this person is more like, you know, um, cooking a meal for them, you know, running errands for them, um, remembering to take care of like little details and and showing them that you're willing to go the extra mile or above and beyond, and they can see your love in action, right? Yes. A big one is really just doing the things that need to be done um, can be just so huge for this person. And I personally resonate with this one because this is my primary love language. My primary okay. love language is action. Like do something and I will love it. Um, you know, like I appreciate it deeply whenever my husband cleans something. Bro, clean, mm. clean, clean this kitchen, you gonna get it. <laughs> Trust <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll come in. I smell Lysol, pine saw, bleach, what? and whatnot. What? It's is that going fabuloso? Is <laughs> that fabuloso? Is this a watery What a sexiness <laughs> arising! What is going on? <laughs> you better not have it smelling what? like pine saw. What? <laughs> is that the breeze in the air? What is going on? Like I, that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir, I know somebody read that. That is 37% for me. 37% is acts of service. When I mean I'm I'm excited. I love it. I love it when I go in this kitchen and the dishwater washer has already been unloaded and the dishes have been put away. I'm like, I I love you. What is that? What does that look like? The dishwasher is uh Love. Uh, so isn't it like unloaded. nothing in a dishwasher? Like nothing's in there? Like all the all the clean dishes have been removed and then like the dirty dishes have been put in and oh. like the sink is empty. Hold slow down. You're gonna make me touch myself. This <laughs> wait a minute. Now what? <laughs> yeah. This is twenty seven percent of mine. It's it's right and it, it's with words of affirmation. Yes. Neck and neck. It's another it's twenty seven percent of mine yeah. as well. You uh-huh. talk about an empty girl. Dish. Come on now. You, you want to do a shimmy on that. You just want to see lie on that. Like, I mm. just. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds good to my ears. It makes me I know. You know, feel good in my spirit. In your soul. Don't it just. Mm. I mean, it, it deserves praise and worship. It, it does. Deserves. It, des- <laughs> it deserves yes, a little wave. You know how the song it goes. Just wave. Hallelujah. Yes. 
that is good. Let me come in and my wood furniture has a little gloss, a little sheen on it. Oh no, you don't polish the furniture. You better not let this table have a little bit of a something else besides dust on it. It got a little sheen too. Uh, Meet me back here. Meet me back here because I got something for you. (laughs) Is this the lemon zest pledge? What is going on? Is this it's it's shiny and lemony? Oh Jesus. (laughs) about to go down. I can't contain myself, sir. I need you to lay on in the back. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's a big deal. It is a huge yes. deal, especially especially when you're like not just a wife, right? When you're a wife and you're a mom and you're a working woman, like mm-hmm. any of that help means everything. Like you come home and your house is clean, them kids is taken care of and you got a hot bath drawn. Oh, please. Girl. Girl. Oh, please. No, oh, this please. is it for me. Okay, so my husband does this. He used to do it more when I was working. It was something that I didn't have to worry about. But when I get in my car and, you know, after about 1.3 seconds, that gas light goes to E. Mm. Like you done filled up my tank. And Mm. then when I walk towards my car in the parking lot and it got a sheen on it because you wash the car and put gas in it. Thank you. Oh, and you put a and it's a plug in that oh, has a refreshing lavender smell, so I can have a relaxed oh. trip wherever I'm going. Like Hello. that for me means yes. I'm just. I don't care where I'm going. I'm gonna get to you. I'm gonna reach you, you just... by trailway. I'm gonna reach you by railway. Yes. <laughs> I don't care how yeah. I get there. Yes. I get I'm, there when I can. I'm getting to you, bro. Like yes. there's something about acts of service not just doing stuff for me but doing things that make that show your man and show your leadership yeah. um, or in your presence around the house right yeah. so like okay um i didn't know that the water you know we was having an issue but oh i already put in um a service request because i heard that was making too much noise. oh i already took care of that because you know, <sighs> i knew that you know what i'm saying just like things yeah. like that just like show your man show your leadership around here help me yeah. with you know a little you know do a little something for me here and there but just yeah. to to know and feel that you are man in the house and you're taking care of all of the things that are man yeah. in the house. Take care of it. I think that's it. Take care yeah. of it. <clears throat> yeah. And, and you, the, and it's, it's a little for breeze in the air. Come on that, now. sir. That, sir. Come on now. Is that Glade? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm just saying. It smells lovely. Yes, but Mr. Adesui, so this is where you, this is reign supreme with you, with your love languages. Oh my gosh, that that is everything. It's everything to me. I just, I've been just like exceedingly grateful. Like if he cooks dinner, I'm just like, bruh, you love me. (laughs) You too. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Like I'd be so happy over it. So I think, I think, you know, it's important to know your love languages, ladies. Um, Because the next one, the next one I had a a little bit of yeah, little ha, little side eye to it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the next one is receiving gifts. Okay. So okay. if you like the little teal box that comes from Tiffany's, <laughs> okay. Oh, awesome. This is this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so our so our ladies who love 
um, this sort of catering love language, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not as it's not as um, I want to say trivial or you know frivolous as jewelry. It's not as mm-hmm. shallow as you might think. You know, it could be. Uh, it's really more about the thoughtfulness of getting a gift. It's kind of like a, you know, picking up some flowers on the way home. I was thinking about you, babe, or, you know, got you something while I was out of town. Thought I'd bring you home a little, uh, you went to Kansas magnet, uh, <clears throat> something like this. It's, it's, oh, I was at the grocery store. I got your favorite ice cream. Mm. It's really all about the thoughtfulness of the gifts. It doesn't necessarily have to be an elaborate one, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, oh, babe, I got us a trip to uh, sandals, you know, kind of thing. But it could, and it may be a trip to sandals. I'm just going to say that. But if it's not possibly a trip, possibly a trip, you know, or, you know, it's just, it's just the little gifts. Oh, I thought you might like this. I thought you might like that. So it's really um, demonstrates that that time and energy went into that essential ingredient of, you know, loving on somebody by giving them something. Mm, um, okay. For me, so- this is like the absolute last one. Like for me, this is 3%. 3%. Okay. 3%. Okay. I, I think, but I think it's because of childhood trauma, if I'm honest. <laughs> like I really do. I feel like... Some folks let me down in my upbringing mm-hmm. and it was always like a gift. You get what I'm saying? To like compensate for the shortcoming. Oh, wow. So I don't really, I like gifts, uh-huh. but I'm always leery of gifts. I'm always like, okay, what, what's this? What for? are you trying to say? What why am I getting this? If it ain't like a gift giving, like it's not my birthday. It's not a, it's not a gift giving time. <laughs> I'm it's not the little, season of gift giving. It's not, the, it's not Christmas. It's not my birthday. It's not a celebration of sorts. Like, it's not like I'm having a house party and you're bringing a, you know, a courtesy gift, bought you a bottle of wine type thing. Like, I'm always like, what's this for? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What did you do? I, what is right? What is, yeah. What about you? Now, did you feel like this one at first before you kind of really explored it? Did you feel like this one might be like a little bit like of a shallow person, a person who like, oh, if you're not here, then at least you could have brought me something. Did you have a feeling? Oh, definitely. One hundred percent. Thousand percent. I was like, okay, these are shallow people who be wanting <laughs> I did. Oh, I was I was I was judging so hard. I was side eyeing mm-hmm. the whole rest of, like, okay, don't nobody love you. I was thinking about Alicia Keys, like some people want it all. Some people need a thousand roses. That ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. I don't need it all. I don't need I don't need all that. Like I just need you to do love and show love. Like if you if you can gas me up and you can do things mm. that demonstrate to me that you love me. Like I think that it's if it's an act of service, like if I've been saying, Oh my God, it would be nice to have some flowers. Like I would just love to like wake up to some fresh flowers or I've been meaning to pick up some flowers at the grocery store and you brought me some. Okay, uh-huh. now that to me, even though it's a gift, it's also an act of service because it's something that I said I wanted, 
right? Uh-huh. And so okay. there's a thoughtfulness behind that. And I get the thoughtfulness in like gifts, but I'm not going to like, you know, I don't know, maybe every once in a while, that's why it's 3% for me. <laughs> like every mm-hmm. now and again, you give me something. Like, I think my husband sent me flowers. He was on a business trip. He sent me flowers to my job. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, You know, that was sweet. Uh-huh. But if, if, if it was like every Friday, he sent me flowers. I'd be like, dude, I don't need flowers every Friday. Like I yeah. still got flowers from last week. <laughs> so this one was, this one was 7% for me. Oh, yours low too. 7%. So mine is, mine was pretty low. Now I know why it was 7%. Mm. And when I was answering some of the questions, I was thinking to myself, so the questions are really straightforward. Like it's like, you have two options, A or B, A or B. And when I was answering some of the questions, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, if you are, if you're not going to be doing something that I need you to do, if you're not going to be (laughs) spending time with me, then yeah. at least you can be thinking of me when you're not with me and get something and bring it back. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah. that's kind of, you know, based on what my primary um, love language is, you know, uh-huh. as of today, then that kind of makes sense. Because it's like, if you're not with me, if you're not thinking about me, if you're not, you know, doing something that you know that I need to be done, if you're not gassing me up, you know, like at least show me that you were thinking about me when you are not in my presence. At least show me that, you know, even though you didn't say that you really appreciated what I did, that, you know, you could show it, you showed it to me in this way. Because when Mm -hmm. you were away from me while I was, you know, doing this and doing that, you actually thought to bring me something or you were thinking about me while you were gone. Um, So for me, 7%, um, I like gifts, but I don't, really like surprises I'm not that wow. chick like you know I I really don't like surprises um I know that's weird right is that weird that I don't like I mean surprises? everybody's you know it's a hey, everybody's an individual right you like what you like, like for Christmas I always you know tell my husband I'm like okay this is what you know I need this uh-huh. is what I want um but you know feel free to also surprise me with something but like First, know that, please hear that there's something that I need and something that I want. Don't let, don't miss what I need and what I want. Um, and just, I'm sorry, my mic just, you know, uh, no, I got sleep. You. <laughs> don't, don't yeah. miss what I need and what I want and just be so much so about the surprise. And that was one thing that we had to kind of tweak in the beginning of our marriage because my husband was yeah. so big on surprises like he loved to surprise me with stuff and I just did not have the reaction that made him feel like he did a good job oh. and uh, <laughs> I know it was that's so hard. I felt so bad because he was surprised yeah. me with stuff and I would be like oh that's uh. <laughs> uh, it was yeah really nice but (laughs) (laughs) you know it was kind of like that thing so we had to do like some tweaking in our communication but um but yeah it was like this is what I want this is what I need but also feel free to surprise me um and then another real strange thing about that because I'm totally since I'm digressing is um yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. when my husband like when he goes to get something to eat I'll be like I don't want nothing but like yeah you it's okay if you bring me something because you know I need to eat right well right and, right that makes sense you know I need to eat 
Yeah. So bring me something, even though like the place you say you're going, like, you know, I don't want anything from that place, but you don't pass by Jason's. Oh, no way. So Pick me up a sandwich. Right. 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 Okay. Oh, yeah. Totally no. digress. But no, 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 when it comes you. to, you know, receiving gifts, I'm at 7%. No, I get you. Definitely. I think it, I think every woman likes gifts on like a scale. I think it depends on every woman, right. And the things that she likes. Like I, I know mm-hmm. I have friends who are big on receiving gifts, um, love gifts. Like I personally, like, I'm not even a, I think it's all about you. Like I'm not a big shopper. I'm not mm-hmm. a big jewelry person. Um, I wear key pieces of jewelry. Like I'm going to wear my watch. I'm going to wear my wedding ring. I'm going to put on some earrings. That's mm-hmm. it. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I may, if I'm trying to coordinate, like I'm trying to be cute, like I might put on some costume jewelry to match like whatever outfit I'm wearing, that kind of thing. But I'm not big. Like I don't need a bunch of diamonds everywhere. Like I don't need a tennis bracelet. You know, I don't need 50 different diamond necklaces. Like where Mm -hmm. am I going? Uh, I'm I'm an everyday person. Like I'm not, listen, uh, the Obamas is not inviting me, you know, to come nowhere. So where where am I going to wear this too? You know what I'm saying? So I feel mm-hmm. that it depends on every woman and, you know, the things that matter to her. Like, if you're going to get me something, like, I am not that woman who gets mad about getting workout equipment. Like, I ain't mad at it at all. You buy mm-hmm. me a Peloton treadmill because that's what I really want. And I've been, like, speaking mm-hmm. that into the atmosphere for a while. Mm-hmm. But if, if you were to buy me that, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at all. Like, mm. I don't feel like you just attacked my weight. I'm going to be like, okay, so we finna get it together, right? Okay, cool. I think it just depends on, it depends on the woman. Um, So anyway, I'm going to digress as well because I feel that like we're not big on this one. So it just ain't a whole lot to say about it. It ain't a whole lot to say for us about it. It's not really, not really. Um, Should we pause for the cause? Yeah, should we pause for the cause? Yes, let's pause for the cause. Let's pause, yes. take a quick little pause for the cause. Um, <clears throat> okay, so pause for the cause. Um, this month, it's October, and this month is filled with lots of things that are really, really important. And yeah. um, we talked last week about domestic violence. Um, this week, we're talking about um, breast cancer awareness. Um, This month is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, And in 1985, the first Breast Cancer Awareness Month was observed in the United States. Um, In the U.S., this event is referred to as the um, National Breast Cancer. It's referred to as the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month month NBCAM and so um, you will probably see and have recognized this as a breast cancer awareness month for years and years and years there's a company who goes um, above and beyond to make sure that this month is recognized throughout the country pink is the color for the yes. month of October you'll see it on in athletic wear you'll see it tied around trees you will see it in grocery stores you will see the pink and the pink ribbon everywhere that you go i mean like if you out in these pandemic streets you will probably see something that reminds you that it is national breast cancer awareness month um initially the aim of this event was to increase the early detection of breast cancer by encouraging women to have mammograms um as you may know a mammogram is it's an x-ray of the breast used to detect abnormalities in breast tissue Um, Early detection means that cancer can be more effectively treated and 
prevented from spreading to other areas of the body. Now, Mm -hmm. I am not sure how many of our listeners are of age where they have had a mammogram, um, but there is a a stigma to getting a mammogram. The pulling, squeezing, squishing, oh, of the girls right Mm, yes I'm scared yes and so um, I have had a mammogram before Um, Mm -hmm. I am and what they say is partially true the the, there is pulling and squishing and squeezing of breast tissue Um, technology nowadays allows you to see exactly what they are looking for at the same Mm -hmm. time and if you focus on the fact that what they're, you know, at the screen when you're getting a mammogram, if you're yeah. in a facility that has that technology, then it kind of takes your mind off the fact that there's pushing, pulling and squeezing. Um, <laughs> there is uncomfortableness, but I wouldn't say that it is pain. And even if it's pain, ladies, come on now, this is good pain. This is pain that's yeah. going to save your life. This is pain yeah. that is going to give you the opportunity to have life experiences with your family that you might not have if you did not go and get a mammogram and get this early detection. It yeah. is crucial. It is crucial that at the age of 40, starting at the age of 40, that you start getting mammograms every year. Yeah. One in eight women will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. Mm. One in eight women. So if you have sisters, aunts, cousins, and nieces, if there's a room of eight women, or if you are sitting at work and you can look around your department and there are eight women sitting in cubes beside you or a row of offices um, or suites, then one of those women will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. And if they do not catch it, at the right time it could be detrimental to their health and to their family and to the future of their of generations right yeah early detection is 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 so is so important um if you all are familiar and of the the right age um there is um a lady that used to be a host um, on MTV, uh, I believe, or, or BET, and um, she just made a, a specific announcement about having breast cancer and that she was in stage three um, of breast cancer. Now, I'm just going to give you a little quick tidbit about her story. I'm not going to mention her name, um, but she said that her mom had breast cancer and she remembered all of the things. She said that every time her mom went and got a mammogram, she felt like her mom was exposing herself to radiation. And mm. then, and so she was like, and then her mom died from breast cancer. So she was like, yeah. I'm not getting mammograms because why would I expose myself to radiation, radiation which yeah. causes cancer, right? Gosh. And so what happened was she discovered lumps in her breast because she did not go get mammograms regularly. So they actually formed nodules in her breast. And by the time she went and got them tested, she was at stage three of breast cancer. Wow. And yes. And what she is going through now, the treatment that she is going through now, it would take 20 mammograms to Good equal Lord. her dosage of medication that she is getting now to treat the cancer that she has. 
So she's being exposed to way more radiation than she would have otherwise been exposed to had she just went on ahead and got those mammograms. She would have been, it would have taken 20 years of mammograms for her to receive the amount of radiation she is getting in one dose of treatment. Child. So ladies, definitely get your mammograms. (laughs) Get your mammograms mammograms and then two, um, I would just even I would I would take it a step further and say get them earlier if you have a history in your family. If your mom, your aunts, your your granny, anybody in your family line that has had breast cancer, um, you need to be screening before you turn forty. You need to be yes. screening early, like in your mid late twenties, you need to go and get your girls checked out because there is a correlation between uh, family history and contraction of breast cancer so ladies uh let's take care of our girls right um Mm -hmm. and let's not be afraid to go out there do the work get done we need to get done so that we can continue to live long and strong is that good yes Yes. and make sure you're serving during this time get screened get educated support the cause during this month and be hopeful spread hope to all of the ladies who are scared to get tested scared to get their mammograms um if you have gotten one before make sure that you are spreading hope to women who have you know are currently going through a season where breast cancer is you know um, plaguing either themselves or their family and be hopeful hopeful to the women who have recovered um this is a time of not just awareness but also a time that we celebrate these wonderful men and women who have gone through the fire and who have come out on the other side and who are cancer free so um screen educate support and hope yeah i'm gonna just do a quick shout out for my girl denise clement who is a breast cancer survivor she is um a mad inspiration my girl has had a double mastectomy um and then she's gone through full reconstruction Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just, I'm gonna shout her out and just say, girl, I'm rooting for you every single day, shouting you out, rocking my uh, my pink ribbon in your mm-hmm. honor. And awesome. uh, yeah, so I mean, we can talk about breast cancer all day, but we got some love languages to get at. Yes, love so, languages. There's okay. So number four, love language is quality time. Now, mm. if you heard of the artist, her. She sang this song that I like. Oh, baby, can you focus on me? I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like baby, focus on me. Can you focus? I love that song. Might sound a little more like what you did. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> a more like like she might be a, she might be in the soprano range. She might be a soprano. <laughs> okay, she might be with her. But I think, yeah, so she wrote this song called Focus on Me. And I imagine this to be, you know, the person whose love language is quality time, right? Um, And quality time is really just all about your partner's full focus and attention, meaning ditching distractions during date night Mm. or, you know, or dinner conversations is essential. Now, I know I personally am irritated, like, if my husband brings his phone to the dinner table, like, Mm -hmm. that's an irritation for me. Because he likes to play poker on his phone and I get pissed. I'm like, dude. I'm I'm trying to talk to you. Is he like, winning money? But is that's, he is not even real money? Not even real. Money. It's not. It's fake. Put it down. Oh. <laughs> He's okay. like, no, I'm up a million dollars. Like it's not even a real million. Put it down. <laughs> not even a real million. It's not even a real. If it was a real million, I'd I'd step aside. Okay, because I, I understand mm-hmm. prioritization. But so so for me, quality time is my second um love language. So it's active service first, and then quality time is thirty percent for me. So I'm big on 
you know, spending time together. And this is not just like um, frivolous time together. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want us to just sit and watch TV together. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Um, I want us to be engaged with one another. Like my perfect evening is one where one, my house is clean. And two, (laughs) where we, we can, we can, you know, have some Kenny G playing in the background, some adult beverages, chilled, you know what I'm saying? And we just sitting on the couch, one on one, engaging in some good old conversation, mm. talking about stuff. You know, we can be dreaming big. We can be talking about, you know, what's going on in our heart. Like, I love a deep conversation. Like, it just mm. ministers to my heart. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I feel that way. Like, even in my friendship relationships, like, I love to get to know somebody on a deeper level. You know what I mean? Like I want to know, I want to know you, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be on the outside. I want to, so what really makes you tick? What things do you really like? What things piss you off? Where, you know, where's your mind at when you're making this facial expression? Like these things all Mm -hmm. matter to me. And I think you only learn those things through spending quality time with someone. Right. So for me, for me, this one was 30%. This was the biggest one for me was quality time. Yeah. And um it and it was kind of a shocker to me because um really? when it yes, it was because um and, and as you know, as I said before, I had words of affirmation and acts of service were right under at twenty set tying at twenty seven percent and then quality mm-hmm. time was at thirty percent. And so for me, I think this one was kind of a shocker to me because um I, I'm a stay at home mom. And my husband works from home. And so we get a lot of face, we get a lot of FaceTime, right? Yeah. Um, But I guess, you know, when breaking down what this really means with quality time, I guess I, I do get it. Because even though we are always, always in each other's presence, I don't know how much of that time you could call like quality investment time, right? Um, In each other, because we are always, I mean, we're on the up and up when the communications, when it talk, when we're talking about what's going on in the home, what's going on with the kids, what's going, you know, what are we eating? What's our next step financially? What's going, what's our future look like for this and that? You know what I'm saying? We're always in constant communication about those things. But like you just said, like a deep, intimate conversation or, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, just no time, like time without the kids, just me and my husband, just like focusing on each other and discussing, you know, our stuff, you know, that is something that, um, we have to stop and, and, you know, pause and make an effort to do because it's not something that we naturally do all the time because we're always in each other's presence. Right. And so I think people, if your, if your significant other's love language is quality time, um, you have to really kind of look at what time, what you're doing when you are together, because we are, me and my husband are always together, but is that the quality time, flourishing and nourishing time for the relationship, right? And so that is something that you have to make an effort for because, you know, you could be having your spouse, you could be with your spouse all the time, but they're not fulfilled if quality time is their love language um, because they're not getting the quality, you know, that the quality is is what's missing, um, not just the quantity, Right. Well, you know, you're right. I mean, quality says it all. I mean, quality, quality is, 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 
is the definer in, you know, quality mm-hmm. time. Because the thing is, I, I mean, we're in a similar situation, right? In that, like, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home wife. And and I, I do see my husband all day long, right? But mm-hmm. I don't, I think to have meaningful, deep, engaging conversation is just so different from, like, for your example, like, what are we going to have for dinner? Um, you know, did you pay the XYZ bill? Did, um, you know, have you talked to to so-and-so about such and such? Like, okay, when's your next doctor's appointment? Like, is, those are mm-hmm. all, like, transactional, I think of. Yes. So instead of, like, transactional time, right? I think of it like the passing through of the business of marriage versus, like, how you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on in your heart and not don't, mm-hmm. and don't just ask that question. Cause here's what I find that we've done. I don't know if you guys have done this, but you find yourself like, okay, I want to ask this question, but I don't know that I really want to engage the question. It's almost mm. like asking somebody. So how are you doing? Like my husband will go, Oh, how are you doing? how's your day going? And I'll say, Oh, it's going fine. Because if I go into it, I don't know that he's got time to do like to go into it. He might say, Oh, well, how's your day going? Oh, I was just passing through the kitchen to get, you know, a cup of water. Uh, I got to get back because I got a meeting in five minutes. Well, why are you asking me how my day is going right. if we're not ready to have this conversation? You know? Right. Um, so we got to be careful about that. Quality time is everything, 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 everything. Um, I agree. I need, I need that. Like that to me matters to say, I'm going to, I feel like this is something maybe I'm probably gonna have a conversation with my husband about it today. Just like cut the TV off. Hey, I just really want to talk to you. I just want to hear. I want to hear what's on your heart. Ooh, that's sexy. That, mm. is, that, is, that is sexy. I mean, just to walk in and say, you know, babe, I just I realize we have not been connecting like we need to. And I just really want to hear what's on your heart. What are you thinking about? What's you know, what's driving you these days? Right, that to right. me, it's such a. I feel like that's a meaningful way to engage in critical conversations that maybe aren't happening because you're so busy with the daily transaction. Right. Yeah. And it's so it's so important. Like you said, it's it's just that quality. And it's it's hard, like you said, working from home because passing by and sometimes you like your husband. Does he really want to know how my day went? Because. I mean, and is there, and, and then that's another question, like, is there a little bit of guilt by being a housewife? Because can you really just say, oh, I'm not having a good day, but you, uh, you're not working. I'm in here putting in the work and yeah. you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot that goes into, you know, saying that I need quality time and then actually um, not feeling guilty by wanting quality time, right? Yeah, I, I, I think this, I think at some point we have to just... Remember that regardless of what kind of wife we are, we are mm-hmm. still women, right? We're still women. Yes. We still yes. are deserving of uh, everything that our husband can give us, whether we work inside or outside of our home. So I think that we got to let that guilt just die. Like I try to anyway. I think partly because I'm pregnant and I'm just like, but I'm building a whole human being. But I'm like, building a person. I'm tr- I am. I am. So I feel that like, Regardless, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm sure there's another wife out there, somebody somewhere that's listening to us is going, I feel that, like I dig that. That's that's me. I'm in mm-hmm. the red dot with you. And don't feel guilty. You know, we you the goal is to have meaningful relationship with your husband. The yes. goal is to be connecting on a deeper level so that you remain his number one, right? Right. And right. so so that you 
I mean, I can't be number one if I'm playing second fiddle to your job, to your sports, to your homeboys and everything else that you give quality time to. Like, I want to be like, hey, high five. How you doing? Like, I want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I want to have facial expressions and for you to know what those facial expressions mean, because you spent quality time with me. You've studied me. You get me. And you understand where I'm coming from. And that's how you get to understanding. It's about spending that quality time because Escape sang that song. What I need from you is understanding. And the only way you're going to understand. How do you get to understand? Quality time. Yes, but you can I look you Yes, if you don't hear what I remember that jam. Sometimes, listen, it's 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 a whole lot of songs that'll get you right in your relationship if you let it speak to you. Right, let it minister to your heart. Let the songs <laughs> minister. <laughs> Even the R and B songs can minister to your heart and yeah. your relationship. You can sure can. You should be like, that's that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what's the last one? Obviously, we both yeah. said what our main one is. So, there's yeah. one left. Neither one, yeah. and this one is not at the top of any one of our lists. It's not. It's not. But some it's of not. y'all nasty, 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 mm. nasty dirty little filthy things. <laughs> Y'all, wow. <laughs> wow. y'all just nasty. <laughs> physical touch. Physical touch is the last love language. And yes. these these people that speak this love language enjoy things like long, long lingering hugs, you know, mm-hmm. more so than sex. So it's not just about sex. It's about the constant touch. You know, it's about the cuddling, the snuggling, the holding hands, the sitting together, the rubbing up and down your arm, you know. Yes. Um, this, this, and I know what we think. You, you, yeah, I on the elbow. But I'm telling you, this, this love language is really, you know, it, um, it doesn't really have that much to do with sex, right? So I'm just, right. I'm, I'm te- I tease you guys, I tease you. But it doesn't, it's not really about like the penetrative act of doing the nasty. Um, (laughs) Yes. So I think this, um, we definitely uh, need to give some credence to the fact that physical touch matters, right? Because if it wouldn't, you know, people wouldn't touch babies or hold them or, you know what I'm saying? All that stuff matters for your development. And uh-huh. I think in a relationship, there needs to be a healthy amount of physical touch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, to show affinity and that you like me, that you want to touch me. Um, but I know that was number four for me. And I, if I, let me, let me see the percentage was 13%. And interestingly enough, remember Misha, we were talking about how early in the, in the relationship, you, um, they, they, that your love languages can change. I Mm -hmm. think, I think quality time used to be like my number one. I think physical touch was like my number two. Really? Um, Yes. I, I mean, when I tell you we was all hugged up, loved up, snuggled up, you know, kissing, petting, loving on each other like 24 seven. I still, I think this, I still, we still are very highly affectionate. Okay. Um, 
Like I, I hug my husband multiple times throughout the day just because we're both home. But like, I love a hug. I love a hug. I was going to say a huggle, a snuggle, <laughs> a hug, <laughs> um, you know, a snuggle hug, whatever. I love all that. I think mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm not deprived of it. And it's not, uh, it's not a driver. It's something that I might notice missing okay. if that were to slow down. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, mm-hmm. how come you ain't touching me? Like, how come what's going on? But I think that it's not like number one. Sometimes, I mean, because sometimes okay. I'm like, ah, get off me. Uh-huh. Okay. So this was this was 10% for me. So a little bit oh. more. Yeah. So a little bit more than receiving gifts. It was 10%. And I think for me, it kind of tied a little bit. Like, to me, I would put this in with quality time, right? Because... I don't need physical touch. Like I just need like our feet to touch. I just need like our arms to be touching. If we sit and watching a movie, even if we're sitting there and we're both on our cell phones, you playing your game, I'm playing my game on our cell phone. If our arms are touching, you know, then I'm good. You know, it's something like that. So it's not, so 10% um, for me with physical touch. And I mean, I kind of get it. I probably thought it might be, I don't know if I thought it might be a little bit more for me because that's something like when I'm spending quality time, I definitely want to be in physical contact. Like I want us to yeah. be holding hands if we're out in public. I want yep. to be sitting next to each other. Like if we're going to a restaurant, like yeah. let's sit on the same side of the table. Let's not, right. you know, I don't need to look into your eyes from over there. I want you next to me. I want to feel your arm next to mine. I want to, you know, I want to get feel Aww. your energy, you know? Yeah. So for me, you know, like physical touch, I think it kind of it kind of goes hand in hand with quality time. It was 10 percent for me, which is not a lot. Um, yeah. Not one of my biggest um, love language drivers, but, you know, does hold, hold a little bit of importance. I think it all I think it all kind of works together. Right. I think it, it mm-hmm. it's, it's knowing like what's paramount, which I think is so great um, for doing this test. Right. And finding out what is it that that I need and then allowing your spouse to do that test and learning what is it that he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I, how can I give him love in the way that he best receives love and how do those things play together? Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that, I think that comes from one, you both taking this assessment and then two, you having the conversation about each of these love languages to break it down so that you, and your spouse both understand or your significant other both understand, you know, how can I love you better? Oh, oh, there goes a song. I'm going to love you better. Hey, that- <laughs> oh, there was a song. This, this, yeah. um, this topic has driven us to uh, all of the R&B, 80s, 90s R&B yeah. love jams. <laughs> What you say? We got Sometimes all we the jams popping up like, yes. oh, it's yes. going to be a Sunday afternoon with the jams <laughs> in the house. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Some, my thing is like for women, like a, a lot of women like to take tests like this. Some of them, you know, some of us don't, but a lot of women will take tests like this. Yeah. Do you think, does your husband like believe in love languages? Would he take this evaluation? Do you think? I think he would. I mean, because I'll just us personally, like right now, my husband and I have just done Strengths Finder. Um, mm-hmm. so we are talking through our Strengths Finder because we've got some other projects we're working on together, and we just need to work well together. I mean, we've not 
I mean, we handle household business, but I think it's just different handling household business and then trying to build a different kind of business together because Mm -hmm. then um, entrepreneurial partners and in that space, you really need to like, okay, how can we best be a team? Because this is not like, you know, uh, did you pay the light bill? (laughs) It's a little bit different. So yeah. we're walking through Strengths Finder uh, and figuring out, okay, how how can we work better together? How do you like to work? Okay, how do you like to work? Because my husband has never been my coworker, mm. so that's a different dynamic. So I think based yeah. on the fact that he's willing to do something like that, that yeah, definitely he would be willing to do the love languages assessment. Uh, we've also worked in marriage ministry together, so I think yeah. my husband would definitely do it. Um, and be open to having the conversation. But I think everybody's husband needs to be willing um, to do whatever work is necessary. Whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yes. I think your husband would take, I don't want to be assumptive, but I mean, would yes. would he be willing to do? Yeah. Yes, he is. He will be willing to take. And you know what? After um, this, I'm going to go and slide my laptop right on over in front of him <laughs> and be like, say, hey, boo, can you take right? this stuff? Because the thing is that like, I want to know his love language and and especially during like a time like now, like during this season where we're in a global pandemic and we're both at home, you know, I want to know if his love language, if there's been some, a little bit of tweaking or or changing, because I thought honestly, his love language was words of affirmation. But again, Mm -hmm. we took this test a long time ago. We have both crossed over a um, a generational, (laughs) I mean, not a generational, we've crossed over a, 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 number you know we're both you know now in our 40s I think we were a little bit younger when we took this test and I'm sure that there might be some percentage kind of changes um, since the last time he's taken this test and I would love to see where he is so that I can you know speak to those needs you know what I'm saying and making sure I'm loving him the way that he wants to be loved right because that's that's really yeah I think that that makes good sense. Definitely. I want to make sure that I'm always doing that too for my husband. I was thinking I emailed it to him. I got to go check my email to see if he emailed mm. it back to me. Um, Cause he'll do that sometimes. He'll be like, I sent you an email. Did you get it? And I'll be like, Oh yeah, let me go check my email. Um, so that we can each take this assessment. Cause I do, I, I'm, I'm like, you. Yeah, I want to know how, um, how his love language is, you know, speaking to, my love language, where we each fall on the spectrum and like, how can we can do this thing better? And you're right. I, th- I think that being in the house has changed the way we look at love. Yes. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I think so. So ladies, I would just encourage us all to try to take this assessment, to spend some time uh, talking about your results with your husband. See if you can't get him to do it too. Um, yeah. and, and see if you guys can't go ahead and have that conversation and find out how can I love you better, boo? Yes, so, use it to your advantage, ladies. I think we can use it to our advantage, right? I think so. I think so. Because this is how you win in marriage. And that's all we're trying to do. That's all we're trying to do is win. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to every day I want to win my husband's heart. Um, every day I hope that he works just as hard to win mine too. And the only way that we're going to do that is if we continue to learn about one another, that we continue, uh, to try and woo one another, that we, mm-hmm. you know, continue to go deeper in understanding one another because we change over time and you've got to continue learning your spouse as the years go by. So mm-hmm. that said, um, let's talk about what's popping in the press. 
what's popping in the press? So let's let's hit this real fast because there is yeah, so yeah. much out there right now that, you know, information is everywhere. Because one, the thing that is mostly popping in the press has to do with POTUS, the president oh, of the United States of America, Mr. Donald oh, Trump, you're fired himself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Our, dare I say, <sighs> beloved president... Girl, beloved has, by who? Uh, beloved has by them. Con- has contracted the coronavirus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He got the Rona, y'all. He got the Rona, but do he really he got, got the Rona, Rona, y'all? But do he really got the Rona? Okay, so um, there was uh, a news, uh, you know, a, 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 a popping in the press. Basically, that came out that said, you know, um, our president has been diagnosed with coronavirus. He received it from one of his. Um, uh, the people who work on his staff that travel with him when he goes to mm-hmm. debates and, and different uh-huh. things like that. All and that super spreader events. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. A super, super spreader, no masked events that he uh-huh. attends. And uh-huh. he contracted coronavirus and he is now in the hospital. Um, so our thoughts and um, our prayers, because we are Christians and I don't care if we yeah. feel like he is doing right by the country. I don't care. If we feel like he is doing right by any particular mm-hmm. social or economic or um, colored class. He is a human being. He is one of God's children. And what we don't want is for him to have suffering, pain, or for this to be his demise before he has had the opportunity to confess his sins. Confess. Confess his sins. <laughs> Confess, confess, sir. Why you at it? Show us them taxes. Okay, um, yeah. I'm just gonna and get say, right with the Lord. That's what we get want. right with the Lord. Right we just Lord want you to before he go see him and find out that two Corinthians is actually second Corinth. Okay, anyway, so um, <laughs> I just I, listen. I am one of the conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it very convenient that he Mm -hmm. because how does that how does that impact the debates right because once one he would have to recover from the coronavirus Mm -hmm. and once he's recovered he needs to quarantine for 14 days thereafter yes two four weeks so that okay so we've got him out until when because the election is now just a few short weeks away so we're not going to get any more debates Nope. We're gonna talk about that first one. That was a massacre. Oh, Jesus, the clown show. We ain't gonna even go into that. That whole mess. But either way, either way, I, I, I just, I find it highly convenient. I am thoroughly disappointed. I do not believe that he has the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's faking. You yes. Faking. So. That's what I think. Um. So, and, so I don't know that we necessarily need to pray real hard because I don't think he's really sick in the first place. Mm. I'm just saying, we're just going to pray for his mental state of being. That's what I'm praying for. Well, as you know, every time there's an election, there is um, something that is called October surprise. And that is something Mm. that comes out in October that is devastating for either candidate or for the election as a whole. Now, what we thought October surprise was going to be the whole tax evasion scandal um, per se that came out about Donald Trump paying amount of taxes that equal some of our car notes um, mm. or <laughs> mortgages. And um, uh. so, but that was not the October surprise. The October surprise was our president actually contracting coronavirus, being hospitalized, yeah. having to recover in quarantine and not being available for anything 
thing one month before election. Now, our Mm -hmm. friend who I would like to call my friend, I feel like he's my uncle or cousin or one of just my friends, Chris Como, who Uh is a news reporter, predicted that this would be the October surprise about 30 days ago. He laid it out exactly how it has came out. And so um, whether it is whether a conspiracy, whether it is true or not, um, we do wish him well. We wish him a full recovery. We uh-huh. wish that, you know, he is able to celebrate with us when we honor our new president in November. <laughs> and we hope that he and his family uh. and all of the members um, that were subjected to the coronavirus in what is now being called the Rose Garden Ma- Rose Garden Massacre, the fundraiser that happened in the Rose Garden where they all didn't wear masks just a day before the debate, that mm-hmm. everybody recovers well and feels Lord. good and is able to continue on living a healthy, thriving life um, with their family and friends. And that they yes. receive Christ in their heart for real. So for real. We just... <laughs> For we just, we, so we will pray for those things because if there is anything that we want is we want for everybody to just know and receive the precious love of Christ during uh, these times. Amen and amen. And that's, what, and that's what's popping in the press. And that's what's popping. Um, I'm also praying that when I grow up, I am as mature as Lamisha is. We're just going to pray for my maturity. Amen. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we had an interesting question that came up. Um, somebody asked the question in a marriage relationship, can we take separate vacations? Mm. Um, that I thought was a little bit interesting. I know that my husband and I have had this conversation before early on in our marriage relationship because I wanted to take a girl's trip and this trip was going to be somewhere beautiful overseas. Uh, I think it was around like bullies. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm out, deuces, holla, holla. And my husband said, er, excuse me, ma'am, <laughs> back it up, reel it in, let me holla at you. Mm. Um, I've never been to Belize, so are we taking trips to exotic places without one another? And that mm. was definitely a cause pause because I thought, uh, I guess it is a little bit unfair if I choose to go somewhere. Um mm. You know, whether or not we can go to mm. to somewhere together. And so we decided that mm. we are not going to take trips separate from one another if we haven't gone to that place already together. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. That's how I feel about that. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this question... <laughs> So this question for me is kind of, it has a couple of layers to it because I think we can take separate vacations. Like I would, you know, I feel like we, as the, like I need my time with my girls to rejuvenate, to remember who I am, to relax, to be myself, to be goofy and funny and just talk about the things that I can't talk about at home, you know, in a foreign location. Um, and then, <laughs> but I yeah. also like me and my husband also need some time so we have kids so like the best scenario would be like three vacations a year one with my girls one with my husband and one as a family now yeah I know that you know that sounds like a lot of money and we all can do that but sometimes a staycation you know maybe a suite at 
you know, the Ramada or something like that with uh, the girls, right? you know, or, or maybe a local beach or something like that, or an Airbnb, Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. Right, or something like that. But I think that the separate vacation, like with your girl, like a girl's trip, you know, is something that you can do now. Maybe it can't be to an exotic location that you haven't spent time with your hubby at, you know, because yeah, I do yeah, get yeah. what your husband is saying. Like, yeah. how can you go see Quebec? And we ain't never been to Quebec. You know, like, I, yeah. But... <laughs> But I do, you know, think that that time apart, a vacation, as long, I mean, you guys, we marry, we had those, we trust each other. You're not going to go yeah. and do, you know, experience things that you shouldn't experience without me, you know, yeah. um, but just that rejuvenation, you know, from that yeah. quality time with your girl sometimes feels good. Sure. I agree. I think that it's, I, I think, you know what, y'all holler back at us and let us know how y'all, how y'all decided to do it in your house. Um, I definitely think that local girls trips are cool. Like if we in the States, mm-hmm. let's go. Um, y'all want to, y'all want to uh, hop off the Florida for a weekend. Let's do it. Um, you know, not during COVID, but you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. we, we want to, we want to run out and do something like that. Definitely. Let's do it. Y'all hit us up at three dope wives on any of our platforms. Let us know how you are vacationing with your home girls, or if you vacation with your home girls at all, I would love to hear it. I know Misha, you would be interested in hearing it yeah. and I know I somewhere in the background. Like, mm, let me see what y'all doing. So <laughs> I, right, 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 right. So, oh my gosh, I am, I am so full. Like, I feel like we've had great conversation today. Um, ladies, definitely learn your love languages. Get with your boo and y'all figure this out together so that you can have a long lasting relationship. Remember, ladies, it is our responsibility to do our part until death do we part. Also, make sure to get your girls checked out. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and we definitely want to be healthy. We want to live long lives and be strong um, for our husbands and for our children and for our family members in general. So just make sure you get your breast checked um, and you guys stay cancer free, love on one another and we love you. We gotta go. So we have to holler at you later. Peace yes. y'all. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Ush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.